Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Sports with the Statman is on the air. Welcome to Sports with the Statman on BlogTalkRadio.com. I'm your host, George Sotopoulos, the Statman on a Saturday morning, the 6th of May, 2017. It is 10 a.m. in the Eastern. We are live on Blog Talk Radio. Coming to you from our authentic invitation home studios in northern New Jersey. We're going to be with you for the next 45 minutes, so sit back and enjoy as I take you through the world of sports. A good Saturday morning out there, everybody. Welcome to the merry month of May, right in the middle of spring. And uh, we hope you are enjoying the, uh, the big weekend as uh, it is Kentucky Derby Day today. So make sure you're glued to your television sets at uh, what time is it usually around 5.30 or so, and that's usually when the, I believe, when the Kentucky Derby is, uh, and that is the first, uh, the first of the three major races that make up the Triple Crown, and uh, I, I believe the, uh, uh, I, I believe the, the, there is a robust field this year, so of course, uh, it, you know, it costs you two minutes, two and a half minutes to watch, that, they call it the uh, fastest two minutes in sports. Um, and of course, uh, it, it, the Preakness in a couple of weeks and the Belmont three weeks after that. So it's, uh, it's, it's time for it. The 143rd running of the Kentucky Derby. Uh, but hockey uh, playoffs are, are right in the middle of the, uh, uh, conference semifinal rounds. A big one last night in Anaheim as the Ducks came back from a three nothing deficit. They were losing to the Edmonton Oilers and they came back to tie it in the last Three-plus minutes of regulation with their goalie pulled. Then they went to double overtime, and Corey Perry scored the game winner. First time I ever saw him smile, actually. Um, and the Ducks win 4-3, to three, take a 3-2 lead in the series against the Oilers. Of course, I picked the Oilers to beat the Ducks in that, uh, in that series. The Ducks, of course, a big veteran team. Uh, a few guys on that, a couple guys on that team who, who won the Cup, namely Getzlaff and Perry. Uh, but uh, right now the Ducks have control. They have one more game to win, and Game 6 will be in Edmonton. They would host Game 7 if necessary, and uh, there's that series. Also in other series going on, the uh, local team, the the only local team left, the Rangers are tied with Ottawa 2-2 in their series, and uh, the game uh, today is Game 5 at 3 o'clock on NBC Sports Network uh, in Ottawa. Ontario, where the Rangers will try and take a lead in the series. Uh, there's been one overtime game in this, ser- in this series so far, with Ottawa winning in double OT, 6-5. to five. Uh, Game 6 at the Garden Tuesday night, we know that's going to happen. Uh, but Game 7, if necessary, would be in Ottawa. The other Eastern Conference series, the Caps and the Penguins, of course, storylines here, Ovechkin against Crosby. Crosby out with a concussion in um, – he was, he was concussed uh, – in uh, game number four, and that was on Wednesday. So today, tonight, I should say, 7.15 on NBC. Uh, apparently, Crosby is skating with the uh, with the Penguins. Not sure if he will play in this one. 
and uh, a big, you know, a concussion for a guy who's had a lot of concussions. And uh, Pittsburgh, once again, has to think about Crosby's career. Uh, but game five tonight in Washington, 7:15 start, NBC, CBC in Canada, also on, uh, on Sportsnet. It's all over the place. Uh, as uh, Pittsburgh tries to close it out, they're up 3-1 in that series. Washington staring a, another uh, conference semifinal loss in the face. And uh, this could be a really bad one uh, for them. Uh, the, other, the only other series, Blues and Predators. The Predators are one game away from making the uh, conference finals for the first time in their 19-year history. Uh, they are up on the Blues three games to two. They were up 3-1, but last night St. Louis defeated Nashville 2-1, and they play on. Game six will be in Nashville, 3 o'clock on Sunday on NBC Sportsnet in Canada. Game seven, if necessary in St. Louis on Tuesday night. So the, the Stanley Cup semifinals happening. Uh, this week in uh, our fantasy focus, we have our all Statman teams for the month of April in fantasy baseball, but also in playoff hockey. And let's get to that right now before we get into our regular installments. Our hitter of the month was Bryce Harper of the Washington uh, Nationals, a 391 average, an OPS of 1281. What a month for him as he has kind of resumed his MVP caliber uh, play and his uh, uh, and his future Hall of Fame resume. Uh, and no, it's too early to say that. But the way Harper's hitting, 391, no homers, 26 or nine homers, I should say, 26 runs batted in. Uh, as I mentioned, a 391 batting average, 125 fantasy points for the month of April. The Nationals uh, helped in part, in small part, by that 23-run outburst against the Mets the last weekend. Uh, three of the top seven offensive players are Washington Nationals. Harper at number one, Zimmerman. Ryan Zimmerman at number two, and Daniel Murphy at number seven. Uh, Zimmerman with 11 home runs, 29 RBIs, batting 420, and his OPS team uh, 44, and he finished second with 115 fantasy points. Eric Thames of the Milwaukee Brewers with 11 home runs, but only 19 RBIs. No one's getting on base in front of him. A 345 batting average, 108 fantasy points. Paul Goldschmidt, Freddie Freeman, Mike Trout, Rounding out the top five, Freeman and Trout tied for fifth. Those are the only 100-point players in all of baseball. And there's Harper and there's Trout right there in the middle of it. In terms of overall leaders, Homer, Zimmerman, and Thames with 11. That is the most of anyone. Zimmerman's 29 RBIs, three better than teammate Daniel Murphy and, and his other teammate, Bryce Harper. As I mentioned, they've scored a lot of runs. Speaking of runs scored, most runs scored, Bryce Harper with 32. Eric Thames with 28. Adam Eaton, who's now out for the year. Had 24 runs scored. He was third in all of baseball. Uh, and in stolen bases, Billy Hamilton and A.J. Pollock with 10 steals apiece. Hamilton, 11 tries. Pollock, 12. Uh, but that is your look at uh, rotisserie baseball in terms of the leaders in those categories. Let's go position by position. We know Harper is the top hitter, uh, but let's take a look at each uh, at the all-step man representatives at each position. Matt Wieters, also a Washington National, the top catcher. In all of baseball, in fantasy baseball, 301 batting average, four homers, 12 runs batted in, five doubles, 10 runs scored, an OPS of 935. He had 58 fantasy points, eight better than Evan Gaddis of the Houston Astros, and uh, 10 points better than Brian McCann, also the Astros. Two catchers qualify in Houston. One of them's a DH. And Salvador Perez also uh, tied for third there, tied with McCann for third place. Among first basemen, Ryan Zimmerman, seven points better than Eric Thames, Eight points better than Paul Goldschmidt, 
and uh, nine points better than Freddie Freeman. It's a solid uh, it, first base in, uh, uh, especially in the National League, is an amazing uh, position this year with Zimmerman, Goldschmidt, who's at 315, four homers, 19 runs batted in, and seven steals, 21 runs scored, and Freddie Freeman batting 381 with nine homers and only 14 runs batted in. Um, but uh, all three of them are going to get serious all-star consideration. Thames uh, is a uh, is an outfielder first. He also qualifies. Second base, Daniel Murphy at 95 points, batting 343, five home runs, 26 RBIs, add nine doubles and a triple, and he's got 15 extra base hits out of his 36 hits. That's a 591 slugging percentage. Uh, Anthony Rizzo is second, even though he he's a first baseman by trade. He qualifies at second base. He's played a couple games there, um, and he was seven points back. Uh, Jose Ramirez. Uh, is 15 points back than uh, behind Murphy. Ramirez, normally a third baseman, playing second because of the early season injury to Jason Kipnis. At third base, Nolan Arenado at 87 fantasy points. He was first among third basemen. Chris Bryant and Miguel Sano and Jose Ramirez, also seven points behind Arenado, all of them at 80 fantasy points. But Arenado, 293 average, seven home runs and 16 runs batted in, an OPS of 970. Uh, nine doubles and a triple, so he had 17 extra base hits among his 29 hits. Yeah, he plays in Colorado, but he is an all uh, he, he's a he's an all uh, world hitter and a heck of a defensive third baseman too. Uh, but he had 87 fantasy points there. Shortstop Francisco Lindor was the top shortstop in fantasy baseball in April by 10 points over Corey Seager. Lindor, 3.08 average, seven home runs and 17 runs batted in, added eight doubles and a triple. Slug 638, his OPS was over 1,000. It was a 1018. Uh, Seeger, second place at 319 batting average for him, but uh, Lindor had a couple extra home runs, and that was basically the difference. Chris Owings placed third at 76 fantasy points uh, among the top shortstops in, in baseball. Fantasy outfielders, uh, Bryce Harper, Eric Thames, and Mike Trout were the uh, top three, we mentioned Harper and Thames, but Mike Trout, a 364 batting average, an OPS of 1151 as he had seven home runs and 18 runs batted in. Uh, Mike Trout, of course, doing Mike Trout things as he's done for his entire career, and this is no difference as he has had, he's off to a, a solid start in April for the uh, uh, Los Angeles Angels. Uh, also, in uh, several points back, but still, uh, having solid months, Charlie Blackman, Aaron Judge of the Yankees with 10 home runs and 20 RBIs, batting 303. And as I mentioned, A.J. Pollock and his 10 stolen bases. Those those guys were among the top six uh, in outfielders. Uh, our DH, which uh, is the top uh, uh, top hitter not represented among the different positions, well, that would uh, um, that would be uh, – let's see. Let's see who it would be. Um, we're going to give it to Paul Goldschmidt, 107 fantasy points, 315 average, as we mentioned, uh, a solid start for uh, for his season. And uh, Freddie Freeman, boy, he he, uh, he got the butt end of it because he was the third best first baseman. Uh, so he does not get uh, into the all-stat man team there. Among pitchers, starting pitchers, let's try that first. Dallas Keuchel, a 5-0 and record. All six of his starts were quality. He had a complete game, a 1.21 earned run average, and a .81 whip. Dallas Keuchel is back. You remember the uh, wild card game against the Yankees. That was his great season, his 20-win season. Uh, but he had a, a very ordinary 2016. And um, he was 9-12 and with a 4.55 ERA. Well, this year, 
He's five and zero in seven starts overall. Five and zero on six in six starts in April. Irvin Santana having the month of his career. Four and zero. Five quality starts in five starts. 0.77 ERA and a 0.66 WHIP. Uh, and he had 140 fantasy points. Keiko with 160, Santana with 140, Chris Sale of the Red Sox with 132, one win and two losses. If he was 5 and 0 or 4 and 0, that would have made a uh, much bigger difference, uh, and probably would have would have been just as good, and, and would have been right up there with Keiko at the top of the list. But Sale had a 1.20 ERA and a .77 WHIP. Here's the here's the difference with Sale: 52 strikeouts. Keiko had 36, Santana only 26. Sale doubled up Santana and strikeouts with 52 and had less walks than either Keiko or Santana. Six walks and 52 strikeouts. That's amazing. That's better than 8-1, to one, almost 9-1. to one. And he, Sale had 132 fantasy points. James Paxton, 3-0 and start. Four of his five starts were quality. A 1.39 earned run average, 39 strikeouts and 32 in the third innings. A .84 whip, and he had 121 fantasy points. And the number five starter, in this April rotation for the All-Stat Man team. Clayton Kershaw, boy, he's, uh, he's the number five starter. Uh, four and one with a 2.29 ERA and a .79 with 39 strikeouts and 35 in a third innings. But once again, 39 Ks and only three walks. So that is a 13 to one ratio. Not as good as Ivan Nova, 22 to one, uh, but uh, still a, a great month for Clayton Kershaw, 118 fantasy points. Nova, was the sixth best starter, four points back. Now let's take a look at the relievers, the top four relievers. That's who we award all Statman monikers to. Greg Holland was the top reliever in April. The uh, the fixer-upper that Colorado picked up, Holland just coming off Tommy John surgery, and Holland with a 1.50 ERA, 13 strikeouts in 12 innings, but 11 saves and 11 tries. He had a whip of one, 119 fantasy points for Holland. Craig Kimbrell of the Red Sox, second with 107 fantasy points. He had a win and eight saves in nine attempts, 20 strikeouts, 11 in the third innings, 1590 RA, 0.62 whip. Uh, number three would be Wade Davis of the Cubs, two wins and six saves and six opportunities. Did not Has not allowed an earned run or did not in April, 10 to the third innings, 12 strikeouts, 95 fantasy points there. And our number four reliever, Kenley Jansen of the Dodgers, seven saves and seven tries, one win, no losses, a 1.86 ERA and a .83 whip. He only pitched nine and two-thirds innings in April and was still good enough to be our fifth-best reliever in fantasy baseball for the month of April. Okay, and quickly, our uh, fantasy playoff hockey uh, all-statman team, and, and we'll make this quick. First line was uh, uh, Jaden Schwartz with, uh, with three goals and four assists. Uh, actually, uh, let, let's give it to uh, let's give it to uh, Philip Forsberg. He did it in one fewer game, three goals and four assists, and he was also plus seven. Uh, center was the top scorer overall. Evgeny Malkin, three goals, ten assists for thirteen points in seven games. And uh, on the right wing, Phil Kessel, his teammate, four goals and seven assists and a plus nine. Uh, that was better than everybody in April. Uh, so that is the top line. Second line. Uh, we'll give it to Schwartz on the second line there, three, four, and seven in eight games and a plus three. Sidney Crosby, four goals and seven assists in uh, seven games. And on the right wing, T.J. Oshie of the Caps, three goals and six assists in eight games, even though he was a minus one. In fact, that Caps line was a minus one uh, with uh, with Backstrom and Ovechkin. Um, 
Also uh, on the third line, Jake Gunsel of Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh has has him right down the middle. Seven goals in seven games, added three assists, and uh, he had a power play goal. He had a shorthanded goal. He had three game winners. Gunsel was uh, the unsung hero of Pittsburgh early on in the playoffs. Uh, he was the third line centerman. Uh, third line left wing was Alexander Ovechkin. Four goals and two assists in eight games. Two power play goals and a power play assist, and 34 shots, which is more than everybody. Um, and on right wing, Jakob Silverberg of the Anaheim Ducks, six goals and two assists in seven games. He was the third best uh, right winger. Fourth line centerman, uh, Silverberg's teammate, Ryan Getzlaff, five goals, four assists, a plus two, uh, three power play goals for him, and he was the fourth line center. Fourth line right wing, Bobby Ryan of the Ottawa Senators. A bad season for him, but a good playoff, four goals and three assists in eight games, uh, four power play points for him. And uh, he was on right wing. Fourth line left wing was Alexander Steen of the St. Louis Blues. Three goals and three assists for six points in eight games. Uh, those are the uh, top players among forwards. Let's take a look at uh, at defensemen specifically here, as uh, uh, as we will see the top six defensemen. Ryan Ellis and Eric Carlson are the top pairing. Both of them had eight points. Ryan Ellis though three goals and five assists. Carlson one goal and seven assists. Both of them were plus fives. Uh, second pairing, Shea Theodore of the Anaheim Ducks. You haven't heard a lot about him. And P.K. Subban of the Nashville Predators. We have heard a lot about him. Uh, Theodore, two goals, five assists in seven games, a plus three. Subban, a goal and five uh, helpers in seven games, and a plus seven for him. Uh, the third pairing, Roman Yossi of Nashville and Joel Edmondson of the St. Louis Blues. Uh, he had uh, He's a plus nine, two goals and three assists, and ten penalty minutes for him. In eight games, Yossi, three, two, and five in seven games. Honorable mentions, Ryan McDonough, Morgan Riley, Dion Phaneuf, and Ian Cole of the Pittsburgh Penguins also had five uh, points. Among goaltenders, the top two goalies um, were, uh, and, and let's take a look at, uh, at the best, Pekka Rinne, six and one in seven games, a 1.38 goals against average and a 9.50 save percentage. And also, uh, the, the next best was were in a losing cause. Uh, Martin Jones, a 175 goals against, 935 save percentage, but San Jose could not score because of, uh, because of Rene playing so well. Actually, I'm sorry, um, that, that, uh, that series, <laughs> I'm trying to think back to, uh, um, to, to that series. It was uh, San Jose in the first round played Edmonton. And uh, uh, the Sharks could not score on Cam Talbot, who had a, a solid first uh, first round as well. Um, but Jones was better in uh, in the crease, and he had nothing to show for it. Two and four um, for uh, for him in his playoff in his six game playoff, and he went home. But a one seven five goals against nine thirty five save percentage, not bad. Carey Price, Devin Dubnik. Also had sub-two goals against averages, so they are honorable mentions. Okay, 18 minutes after the hour, and now we're going to uh, we're going to take a look at uh, the best of the past week. Uh, we're going to look at fantasy baseball there, and of course injuries and hot pickups. We're going to do it a little differently this this week to kind of keep it keep it going, keep it fresh. We're going to go position by position for injuries and hot pickups, so that we can uh, kind of talk about it in context. A lot of times you have injured players, and you want to make sure you. Uh, uh, you are able to um, uh, pick up a player who's injured. So if, if it's kind of in your, uh, in your thought process there, probably a good idea to talk about it right at about the, uh, the same time. 
so let's take a look at the weekly best first for the past seven days, April 29th through May the 5th. And Anthony Rendon was the top hitter. Once again, Washington Nationals, they are exploding offensively. And Rendon was 478, four homers, 14 runs batted in. Now, I will say three home runs and 10 RBIs of that, uh, of that uh, week was in one game against the Mets. And that was a, uh, uh, that was a real uh, tough game for, uh, for the Metropolitans. However, uh, it was only one game. Uh, but Rendon was the big beneficiary of that uh, of that uh, terrible game by the uh, by the Mets. And in fact, in our lines of the week, uh, he was far and away the best. He had 31 fantasy points in one week. Out of the 46 points, 31 were in that one game. He was six for six, five runs scored, 16 total bases because he had three homers, two singles, and a double. Um, and uh, he was uh, on fire, 31 fantasy points. The second best was Matt Kemp uh, for Atlanta, and that was on uh, the 29th against uh, uh, against Milwaukee on the road. Uh, Kemp for the Braves was three for five. He had uh, three home runs, five runs batted in, three runs scored. He did strike out once, but he had 19 fantasy points. Tied for third at 17 points, Paul Goldschmidt. Billy Hamilton had a had – a, uh, um, had a great uh, game where he stole two bases, drove in two runs, and uh, had a triple in a three-for-four day. Uh, Kendry Morales and Matt Wieters also in that same game had 17 fantasy points and was completely overshadowed. His, his multi-home run game was overshadowed by Rendon's uh, three. Uh, but Rendon was the top hitter in uh, fantasy baseball. Marwin Gonzalez was second with 45 fantasy points. He was the flavor of the week, 444 batting average, eight for 18, but out of those eight hits, five went over the wall for home runs. They had 12 RBIs as well. And uh, uh, just a, a fantastic week for Gonzalez, an OPS of 1833. And Aaron Judge, uh, Billy Hamilton tied for third. We give the edge to Judge, four home runs, nine RBIs, batted 524 for the week, scored 10 runs. His 10 runs scored were the most of anyone his home runs uh, were tied with uh, – actually, I'm sorry, um, only two, two players had more than his four home runs. That was Brett Gardner, who had five home runs for the week, including a, a, a dramatic one yesterday with two, uh, two, two count, two outs, and two on with the Yankees down 2 nothing, and he had a three-run homer at Wrigley during the day yesterday. Uh, but Gardner had five home runs and 10 RPS for the week. Um, but uh, uh, Judge, with his four home runs, if you're, if you're looking at feet per home run, he probably, uh, you know, o- overall, overall distance traveled, he probably had more than everybody. Um, but uh, Judge had a tremendous week, 1786 OPS for him. He had 43 fantasy points. Honorable mention, or actually tied for third. We're going to um, call it fourth place for Billy Hamilton, a 308 average, but eight steals in one week. He had 43 fantasy points. And Cody Bellinger, the young prospect for the Dodgers, came up, and batted 400 with four home runs and nine RBIs. Uh, so in a keeper league, and if you can uh, if you can bring him up, I mean the time is now for him. 342 average in 10 games with those four home runs and nine RBIs as he made his major league debut just just over uh, a week ago. So those are the top five: Rendon, Gonzalez, Judge, Hamilton, and Bellinger. Judge the top local. Now pitchers. Uh, among the best uh, pitchers, former Yankee, but current Pittsburgh Pirate, Ivan Nova, had the best week. In two starts, he was 1-1 one one with a 2.40 ERA, but 12 strikeouts and no walks. That helps. He had 42 fantasy points. Derek Holland of the White Sox 
formerly of the Rangers, a 1-0 and a no decision in his two quality starts, 2.08 earned run average, and uh, a .85 whip as he had 11 strikeouts in 13 innings, 40 fantasy points for him. Chris Archer, two no decisions, but a 2.70 ERA and 16 strikeouts in 13 in the third innings. He had 39 fantasy points. Michael Pineda, uh, a win and a no decision, one quality start, one not so quality. And uh, he had a 1.59 ERA. He also had 39 points. And you Darvish, with a win and a no decision, 15 strikeouts in 13 innings, a 2.08 ERA. He had 39 fantasy points. So three guys tied for third. Uh, we're going to uh, call it this way: uh, Pineda, Archer, and Darvish uh, in in that order. As uh, uh, those were the top five: Nova, Holland, Pineda, uh, Archer, and Darvish. So the top local was indeed Pineda as the Yankees continued to surprise. The top reliever was uh, was a tie between Jaris Familia and Wade LeBlanc of the Pittsburgh Pirates because of some long relief. But Familia, three saves and in three innings, uh, no runs, one hit, no walks, two strikeouts, 34 fantasy points. For LeBlanc, a win and a save, six innings, no earned runs and seven strikeouts. He also had 34 fantasy points. So that is, uh, that is the best there. And the best one-star pitcher, Jeff Samarja, had a 35-fantasy-point uh, start, no runs on three hits and eight innings, struck out 11 as um, he is finding his way. Uh, but I will say our lines of the week, Samarja makes it up there, but is he the top uh, – did he have the single best uh, fantasy output of the week? Uh, the answer is no. Ivan Nova had a 45-point start. He, um, uh, he went the whole way in a complete game shutout, three hitter, seven strikeouts. Uh, but Samarja was second with 35 points. Jose Quintana was third with 33. As uh, the White Sox lefty went eight innings of shutout ball in Kansas City. The Nova game was in Miami. The Samarja game for San Francisco was at Dodger Stadium. So that is a nice rivalry game there. But those are our lines of the week for, uh, for pitchers. Okay. Let's, uh, let's move along here and take a look at uh, uh, injuries and hot pickups together. We're going to uh, start at catcher position, and Travis Darno goes to the DL for a second time with a wrist injury as uh, uh, he, he's had a couple of dynamite games around a lot of mediocrity, but uh, he heads to the DL with a wrist injury, so he uh, is batting only 203, but four home runs and 16 RBIs as uh, he has not played since uh, Tuesday in Atlanta. Uh, with uh, as he aggravated that wrist issue when when he had uh, a backswing of a bat hit the uh, top of his left hand, uh, so he is uh, uh, he is on the shelf again. Rene Rivera will get most of the starts. Kevin Plawecki was already up. Uh, also among the wounded, Wellington Castillo, who was day to day for a while, but he did uh, go on the DL with shoulder tendonitis. Uh, no structural damage on the MRI. So he will be out for a little while. He's been out since last Sunday, and now with the 10-day DL, he can be back in the middle of next week. And Wilson Ramos continues to be out with a knee injury, should be back around the middle of June. He has uh, uh, taken swings, as we mentioned uh, last week. Hot pickups for catchers. Uh, Jet Bandy continues to be a medium league uh, uh, player available. But if you're looking for a couple of deep league ads, Alex Avia, uh, Avila of the Detroit Tigers batting 391, but he is in a platoon. Uh, he is the left-handed platoon, so he 
plays more. Uh, he has four homers and 12 RBIs, and, of course, he's been there for quite a while, so he does have some confidence in, uh, from the organization. Um, he is also getting some play at first base to keep his bat in the lineup, so some positional versatility. So Avila in, uh, Avila in deep leagues, Bandy in medium-sized leagues and shallow leagues. Um, we'll say Evan Gaddis, if he's available, uh, uh, pick him up. He probably won't be. Austin Hedges might be available in uh, in shallow leagues. Um, Hedges batting only 180, but he has a lot of power. So if you're uh, if you're in rotisserie leagues, he's going to kill your average. Uh, but it depends on what the categories are. If it's OPS, he, he's fine. Uh, but in head-to-head, the uh, home runs and the RBIs really help, but the strikeouts kill you. He had six homers, 15 RBIs, only six walks, and 25 strikeouts. So. Um, I don't know if you want to pull the trigger on uh, on a guy like Hedges right now. Injuries for first baseman. Adrian Gonzalez on the DL with a back injury, which is why Cody Bellinger came up. And he might get Wally Pitt at this point with the way Bellinger has started his uh, major league career. Lucas Duda continues to be on the DL with an elbow injury. TJ Rivera playing most of the, uh, his time, playing most of those games at first base. He's hitting well, but he is no, he's not really going to be a long-term um, option at first base for Lucas Duda. A more uh, appropriate long-term situation would be um, when Yoannis Cespedes comes back, if Duda's out or if Duda's expendable, to play Jay Bruce at first base and uh, be able to play Conforto, Michael Conforto, every day in the lineup along Cespedes and, and Granderson. Uh, but Duda is on the DL with, with an elbow issue, and it should be back in the next week. He's going to extended spring training to get some at-bats uh, and going back to AAA uh, Las Vegas early in the week. So midweek could be uh, the earliest that he is uh, brought back off the DL. Greg Bird of the, of the Yankees, an ankle injury for him, and uh, he's, uh, uh, he was shut down, uh, so he uh, has not done any baseball activities for the last few days. Uh, no no issues in the MRI uh, structurally, but it hasn't healed as quickly as uh, the team has hoped. Uh, CJ Crone on the DL for the Angels, foot injury, uh, should be back soon, but not having a good year. No home runs, three RBIs, batting 233, a slugging percentage below his on-base percentage for a corner infielder. That is never good. Uh, but C.J. Crone on the DL should be back in the next week. By the way, the live feed about to cut out. We still have 15 minutes uh, left on our podcast-only version. Download the entire podcast on iTunes, on Stitcher, the Smart Radio app, and also on our Blog Talk Radio page. And you can see the latest episodes there and also listen live. Go to blogtalkradio.com slash the-statman. That's T-H-E-statman. We also post all of our audio on Facebook. You can go to Facebook and uh, uh, like us on Facebook, come back early and often, start the conversation there, join the conversation as well. Uh, on Twitter, at G Statman. That is uh, the handle, at G is in George, S-T-A-T-M-A-N. And by the way, the Facebook uh, the Facebook address is facebook.com slash sports with the Statman. Easy to find. Uh, that's, once again, facebook.com slash sports with the Statman. And the website is statmansportsonline.com. That's statmansportsonline.com. Going through injuries and hot pickups among first basemen, uh, we've mentioned Gonzalez, Duda, Bird, Crone, uh, now, hot pickups for those players. Cody Bellinger in medium-sized leagues. He is the flavor of the week. Uh, Yulieski Gurriel in medium-sized leagues. Uh, as his ownership has also picked up quite a bit. Uh, he qualifies at third and at first. Uh, and he's batting 308 with two home runs and eight RBIs in his first full season in the major leagues. 
but he was batting 342 just a week ago, so he's had a tough week with uh, uh, basically uh, four hits in the last week in uh, uh, in a total of 22 at bats. So he's in a bit of a slump, but he does give you some positional versatility, and you got to think he's going to come out of it pretty soon. Uh, in shallow leagues, Mark Reynolds continues to play well. He's playing so well that Ian Desmond was signed to be the first baseman. He's playing out in left field because Reynolds is hitting the ball out of the ballpark. 314, nine homers, 24 runs batted in. Um, so uh, he has been, uh, uh, he has been uh, put on the bench a little bit because of Desmond now being healthy, but still getting enough at-bats to be extremely useful. Uh, all right, second base. Let's take a look at the second base injuries. And uh, Logan Forsythe of the Dodgers with a toe injury, but he should be back uh, in the next week. He is resuming his uh, rehab assignment. Uh, he has some hamstring tightness to go along with the toe injury. Uh, so he should be back soon, but uh, they're, going, they're going to uh, look at his rehab stint very closely. Um, and that is just about it. I mean, day-to-day injuries for Brian Dozier, who has an ankle Ian Kinsler with hamstrings, so things that you want to just kind of uh, watch a little closely. But for hot pickups, um, you have uh, Josh Harrison in medium-sized leagues, Starlin Castro in shallow leagues. In deeper leagues, um, I would say at this point, not a lot of good options. Colton Wong is more of a medium-sized ad at this point as ownership went up from 17 to 22%, a 296 average, three steals, a homer, 12 RBIs on the season. But if you're really looking deep, um, someone like uh, uh, Daniel Descalso, I wouldn't waste my time. Uh, Jed Lowry, maybe batting 297 uh, with a couple of homers, five RBIs. That, uh, that could be interesting. Uh, just, uh, you know, you're not going to rely on a guy like Jed Lowry, but he could be uh, a good uh, middle infield, uh, you know, middle infield play uh, as, as a backup to give you some depth. Uh, All right, let's take a look at third baseman and injuries there. Uh, Among uh, third third baseman, you have Adrian Beltre still on the DL with a calf injury, should be back before the end of May. That is the idea, according to the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. He has not had much improvement, but uh, uh, he hasn't even come back for baseball-related activities. Uh, so uh, that's a worry. And, and you also have to, you know, the biggest number for Beltre is that he's 38 years old. Uh, also, Josh Donaldson on the DL with a calf injury. Uh, he is uh, hoping to be back sometime during this uh, homestand for the Blue Jays upcoming. It starts Monday against Cleveland, and it's a nine-game homestand. So hopefully in the next week, Donaldson will be able to get back in the lineup. Also, uh, you have Pablo Sandoval with a knee issue. He should be out another couple of weeks. David Freeze, a hamstring. Uh, for the Pirates, off to a good start, a 321 batting average, but he's not ready to come back uh, when uh, when he is eligible. And Jacoby Jones of Detroit, uh, he will stay in AAA instead of being activated. So he's healthy, but he was uh, demoted to AAA as he has had a rough start uh, and his injury didn't help. But a 150 batting average and 40 at-bats with 19 strikeouts, he's going to go to Toledo and get some at-bats there. Um, so those are the, the injured third baseman. Among the hot pickups, Hernan Perez in medium-sized leagues uh, and Joey Gallo in shallow leagues. Also, Jed Jerko, who qualifies at second and third uh, in, in shallow leagues. Uh, but here's one. in I don't, I don't know if you call it a deep league, but Christian Arroyo, the rookie shortstop slash third baseman, for the San Francisco Giants, batting 239, but three homers and six RBIs. He's a 21-year-old. 
and he's getting some playing time at uh, at third base uh, for the uh, for the Giants. And um, you know it, the the uh, worm is starting to turn as pitchers are getting a handle, getting a book on him. Now it's up to Arroyo to uh, to make that next adjustment. If he does, he's probably going to stay. If he doesn't, he's probably going to be sent down. But um, you know he he is uh, a power hitter at a um, potentially a, a thin position at shortstop in terms of power. Uh, so someone to keep your eye on and available in deep leagues probably for the last time this week. Okay, let's take a look at uh, shortstops. And among shortstop uh, shortstops that are injured, Brandon Crawford. That's why Arroyo is getting the time at shortstop. Groin injury for him, but he is going to be coming back soon, but not when he's eligible, uh, which would be tomorrow. Uh, he is, uh, you know, groin injury for a for a middle infielder that's got to move laterally quite a bit. Uh, that's going to be a little difficult. Uh, but he is uh, having a good start to the year with a couple of homers and eight RBIs in 21 games. Um, and also, Troy Tulowitzki on the DL with a hamstring issue. Uh, he will come back. He should be coming back uh, during this homestand uh, for the Blue Jays as well as uh, Josh Donaldson. So they may get two big bats in the lineup at about the same time. Marcus Semien for Oakland, a wrist injury for him. That is uh, a longer-term injury. He was just transferred to the 60-day DL a couple of weeks ago, and he's looking to come back at some point in June. Uh, meanwhile, hot pickups for shortstops. Um, Hernan Perez qualifies at third and at short. So does Christian Arroyo. That helps. But uh, Chris Owings in shallow leagues, uh, in medium-sized leagues, Jose Reyes now qualifies at shortstop. He's been playing there a little more. Only batting 188, but he's been hitting better. His average has jumped 30 points in the last week where he's had a couple of homers and eight RBIs since last Saturday. And uh, in Deep leagues, Tim Beckham of the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, he is uh, starting to play well, starting to catch fire, batting 275, six home runs, and 15 RBIs. But the problem is 36 strikeouts in 102 at bats. A slugging percentage of 520 might be too much to uh, uh, to miss out on, uh, to neglect among shortstops. So Tim Beckham, a deep league ad for sure, uh, in uh, among the shortstop position. Outfielders. Stephen Piscotti with a hamstring issue. Uh, Joanna Cespedes, his hamstring problem. Uh, it really, for uh, for Piscotti, first of all, uh, looking to uh, uh, come back. Well, um, looking to come back. It doesn't. It doesn't look like a long-term injury. For Cespedes, on the other hand, it could be an extended absence. Um, now, according to John Heyman, who is doing a little bit of speculation. Um, he is uh, he is saying that Cespedes is rehabbing in Port St. Lucie, and apparently uh, Cespedes has told Heyman that quote this one hurts, um, and uh, that is not good as he's had some uh, some leg issues over the last couple of years. So Cespedes might be out for an extended period of time. However, the Mets do have Michael Conforto to play left field every day, uh, but that also means because Cespedes is out and Duda is out, T.J. Rivera is getting everyday action. Uh, so. Uh, that is the situation there. Uh, also, David Dahl continues to be out. He has not played yet this year, and he has not been able to swing fully without, uh, um, you know, w- without worry of re-injuring his, uh, his ribs. Um, so, of course, uh, with Colorado getting off to a good start, he wants to be part of that. Uh, J.D. Martinez, foot injury, but he is nearing a return. Uh, he has uh, not played at all this year. Uh, but he is uh, starting his rehab. Adam Eaton out for the season with his knee injury as he uh, 
um, uh, basically blew out his ACL, uh, stepping on the front end of first base, trying to beat out an infield hit, supposed to miss six to nine months. So it is a, uh, a tough injury for Eaton as he was near the top of that lineup as, and part of that Nationals offense early in the season. Mitch Hanniger also a great, off to a great start, but an oblique injury has him out, um, and he should be out another two to three weeks with that injury. Jorge Soler for Kansas City, oblique for him. Denard Spann, a shoulder uh, for the uh, Giants as an MRI reveals nothing significant. However, uh, he'll still miss another uh, few days to a week there. All right, and those are the those are the outfield uh, injuries. But hot pickups: Scott Shebler for the Cincinnati Reds, available in deep leagues. Eight home runs, 19 RBIs for him. A good start for Scott Shebler. Uh, also in um, in deep leagues, Delino DeShields of the Texas Rangers. Just, that's Delino DeShields Jr., a 24-year-old. He has five steals in 19 games, uh, but he is starting to get every day at bats. Uh, Leonis Martin was DFA'd earlier in April. Uh, but he is available in, in deep leagues. Also, Michael Taylor with the injury to Adam Eaton. Taylor is the heir apparent. He is batting 267 now, but no home runs and 18 strikeouts and 40, 45 at bats. But he's available in deep leagues. In medium-sized leagues, you have uh, uh, Kevin Pillar of Toronto. Also, uh, David Peralta available in medium-sized leagues. And uh, a prospect, Lewis Brinson. Uh, he is mashing at AAA, batting 357 and slugging 679 as of April 19th. So he is, uh, you know, his numbers are not there right now, but he is uh, handling AAA pitching uh, very, very well. And it's a matter of time before the Brewers give him a call up. They just have a crowded outfield right now. Um, but definitely worth it in a keeper league to, uh, to, to pick him up and stash him if you can. In, in shallow leagues, you have Michael Conforto. Uh, also, Corey Dickerson of, uh, of Tampa. Uh, Dickerson batting 318 with six homers and 10 RBIs. We haven't really mentioned Conforto. He's batting 351 with seven homers and 18 runs batted in. Scored 16 runs. He's hitting leadoffs for the most part and playing a very good left field as well. He is not looking to come out of the lineup anytime soon. And also in shallow leagues, Jason Hayward getting some love, even though he's only batting 253, but he does have 17 runs batted in. And, um, uh, three home runs in 99 at-bats. That's better than he has been doing uh, lately. Uh, finally, for pitching, let's, uh, there's uh, too many injuries to mention. Let's just go over the major ones. Um, Wei-Yin Chen was just put on the DL with an arm issue, a tired arm. James Paxton with a forearm, two to three starts for him. That is the uh, diagnosis. Ian Kennedy, a hamstring. Uh, Aaron Sanchez and Rich Hill are still on the DL. Sanchez slowed with his return. Uh, next weekend looking like. So the Blue Jays are going to get a bunch of guys back at the same time. And Rich Hill with his blister, one more rehab start for him before he comes back. Aaron Nola on the DL with a back issue, MRI clean for him. And uh, he's going to throw a bullpen and hopefully get back to the Phillies rotation soon. David Price, elbow. Uh, He hasn't pitched at all, but he is thrown uh, in a simulated game now. Um, so uh, he has a mid-90s fastball again, which is, which is good news for the Red Sox. Uh, Stephen Wright out for the season, speaking of the Red Sox with a knee injury. Sean Benea, shoulder issue. Uh, he should be coming back soon. Shelby Miller, elbow, and he is out for the year as well. Um, and uh, Carlos Rodon. Corey Kluber, back injury um, with him, and uh, uh, he has a stiff back. So not sure um, what, uh, what will happen, but... Uh, uh, looking to come back as early as uh, next weekend. 
Uh, by the way, I skipped through uh, Carlos Rodon biceps injury for him. He's going to be out until at least mid-June. Edinson Volk has a Miami a thumb injury. Cole Hamels out uh, at least six weeks with a uh, with an oblique injury. Could be eight weeks as well uh, for him. Noah Syndergaard uh, is a lat issue um, a start after a biceps issue and um, refusing to get an MRI. Of course, that's the soap opera that's going on in New York right now, but he gets a positive second opinion, but it still looks like he's going to be out uh, for a couple of months as he's off to a solid start, but only a one and two record at three, two, nine ERA and a one, one Oh whip, uh, for Noah Syndergaard, but he's going to be out a uh, long term. Okay. So, uh, that's, that's pretty much, uh, that's pretty much it. And among, uh, relievers really quick among, uh, the injuries as we, uh, have about a minute left in the show, so we don't have time to get to everything. Uh, Sean Kelly with a back injury for Washington. Coda Glover with a hip injury for Washington. So Blake Trinan is the only man standing in that three-man fight for uh, for closer uh, uh, for closer duty. Carter Caps for San Diego still out with an elbow injury. Nate Jones put on the DL with an elbow issue as well. Cam Bedrosian still on the DL with a groin injury, and for Bedrosian hasn't started throwing yet. So Bud Norris still has the closer's job for now in LA. Uh, we have uh, uh, the uh, the rest of the hot pickups, two-star pitchers, hitting notes, and all that good stuff, but we can't get to it today, so we're going to try and get to that on our Fantasy Primer on the website, statmansportsonline.com. We'll be on with you next Saturday morning at uh, 10 a.m. Eastern Time. Thanks so much for joining us. I'm George Sotopoulos, the Statman. We will talk to you next week. Enjoy the playoff hockey. Enjoy the Kentucky Derby, and of course, all the fantasy baseball action from New Jersey. Have a great day, everybody. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.